T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The top stories from the KCBS radio newsroom. This is the All Local. Good morning. I'm Stan Bunger. I'm Susan Lee Taylor. It is still not clear exactly how many people were arrested early this morning when Oakland police removed dozens of protesters who took over the grassy area in front of City Hall. As KCBS reporter Holly Kwan tells us, they pitched tents and hoisted signs demanding the city stop its sweeps of homeless encampments. Yeah, Susan, it was dubbed the Housing Justice Village. Tents started going up in the late morning. Signs that read, Housing is a Human Right. And the protesters say the city isn't doing enough. Need to be as one of the organizations Organizers who's been homeless since getting evicted two years ago. She says the city has increased its funding for homeless services, but the problem keeps growing. We want to know what happened to the money and what's going on. None of this makes sense. None of this adds up. Um, and every way we look at it, it just it looks bad. The group posted demands like an end to market rate or above market rate development and a shift of resources to the poor and underserved. Two parcels in each district, so that's at least 14 parcels that can be used for sanctuaries or villages. Um, to support curbside communities, and we want that to happen immediately. Um, we also want an end to the tough sheds. We don't want any more funding to be used for them. We don't want any more tough sheds to be built. The tough sheds do not work. A city spokesman says Oakland supports people's right to protest. Now, there's a municipal code that prohibits anyone from being in Franco Gawa Plaza past 10 o'clock. So around midnight, police moved in to start clearing things and people, and at least 20 people were arrested and taken away. Holly Kwan, KCBS. Thanks, Holly. Bart says it's going to speed up its plans to keep people from jumping fair gates so they can ride for free. It's been pointed to as an issue when it comes to behavior aboard BART trains. KCBS reporter Bob Butler saying the latest plans from BART include uh, installing extra secure fare gates sooner rather than later. BART says putting in better gates to stop fare evasion was supposed to start four years from now. But the stabbing death of Good Samaritan Tyrone Williams changed the timetable. We're going to look at existing projects, existing revenue allocations, and see if we can expedite the replacement of the fare gates in a very systematic way for the whole system. Bar General Manager Bob Powers says it's unclear if new gates would have made a difference last week. He says they will make it harder to cheat. It'll be full height, you know, five, five and a half foot um, swing open, swing shut, so they won't, uh, fare evasion at the gates will be greatly detoured. In San Francisco, Bob Butler, KCBS. The current scare about lung illness linked to vaping isn't the only troublesome aspect of vaping. Four years after a federal law went into effect requiring vials of nicotine-laced vaping fluid to have child-proof flow restrictors, products without the safety devices are still everywhere. USA Today reports this morning it found dangerous and illegal bottles of vaping fluid on shelves in a number of states, including California. The whole idea of flow restrictors was to prevent kids from ingesting the vaping fluid, which often comes in bright colors and enticing flavors. Nicotine can be deadly. There's enough in a vial of vaping fluid to kill several toddlers. USA Today reports the federal agency in charge of enforcing the vaping fluid flow restrictor law has not publicly recalled any nicotine bottles, and one vape store owner said he'd never even heard of the safety law. Well, Thanksgiving may still be three days away, but KCBS's Mike Colgan tells us the holiday food distribution for the needy has already started. 
started. Mike? Susan, here in San Jose, Sacred Heart Community Service has started handing out the first of 4,400 food boxes they'll be giving out this week. They've been doing this here a long time. Yeah, it's been 55 years since our founder started actually giving out boxes of food out of her home back here in, in the downtown San Jose area. And so this is actually the biggest year ever. For the longest time... Pancho Guevara, Executive Director of Sacred Heart Community Service, says he's seen a drastic change in clientele in his 14 years here, a lot more seniors. Mike Holgan, KCBS. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying, play KCBS Radio.